Welcome to the Plan Simple Podcast. I am your host, Mia Moran. Moms have the power to change the future, but not if we're stressed out and exhausted. Looking at food, lifestyle, spirituality, and work, the Plan Simple Podcast is for busy moms who want to create a healthier and happier future. Listen in for inspirational conversations and valuable strategies to plan for your best life. All right. Welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. If you've missed out on the previous days, the story is is that we are celebrating 300 episodes of the Plan Simple Podcast. We are definitely now on like 307 or 308. And the way that we're celebrating is that we are giving away 12 days of gifts. And the gifts are tools and strategies that we're giving out on the podcast each day that are corresponding to printables, which are either planning sheets or pretty printables to remember the concepts that you hear on the podcast. And all of the 12 episodes are geared toward making plans, ending the year with a lot of, with a sense of completion, let's say that, ending this year with a sense of completion and moving into next year with vision and excitement and some plans made. That is the purpose of these days. And the reason I decided to do this now, besides the fact that we're at 300 episodes, is because this time of year is really important to me. It's really special to me. I always spend a lot of time by the fire, on the couch, um, just reflecting and planning and writing. I've mentioned a few times before the holidays that I love Kim Marie's Sacred Nights, which we're in the midst of right now as you're hearing this. And also, I just do a lot of journaling and All the tools that I'm giving you are things that I do in this time between pretty much this winter solstice and mid-January, and I just love it. It gives me so much joy and groundedness and excitement as we head into a new year. So that is why we're doing what we're doing, and most of the content is either me sharing a tool that we utilize in Flow 365 or I utilize myself. Most of the things I do myself, I also share on in Flow 365 and conversations I've had at our um, December events over the past few years, the ones that I think are really impactful. So the one I shared from last year was Amy Ehlers. Um, I shared Vanessa's from just a few weeks ago. And some of the things were made specifically for this series. Um, And it's just super exciting to be able to give you all this. And today's gift is from the amazing Mallory Mason. Um, I was actually connected to her from Vanessa, who was gift number two on um, relationships and really mm, being in good communication during the holiday season and into 2022. And she introduced me to to Mallory, who is an astrologer. And I asked if she would come in and just give us a, a general vibe for 2022. I think that in normal circumstances, she would have loved to have like 90 minutes. And at our event, we had about 30. So she really packed it in. And because she packed it in, and also because she'll be referring to some visuals, you can actually see the video over on the blog. And also, 
we've, um, as our printable for today, we've given you her slides. So you can actually see what it is that she's talking about when she's talking about, um, when she's referring to something that sounds pretty visual. I've listened to it without the visuals and she does speak through them. So it is also totally, there's a lot to get from just listening to the audio. Um, if getting on video right now is not what you're wanting to do. All right. So I think that's all I have to say. Oh, well, I'm going to say one more thing. So the reason that I wanted to have um, astrology as part of our December event is that basically in our December event, by the way, I think I explained this on episode one of the gifts, but I'm going to explain it again. What we did was we really took some time to get clear about how we wanted to feel during the holiday season and what that actually looked like. And we got some tools for making that happen. And the reason that I do this is so that you can then have the time to do this work that we're going through in these 12 days of gifts, some of which were part of the event. So that's where that tied in. And then we really spent the time making an eight-week plan, which bridged us, which was really the December and January plan, because I do not believe that the year starts on January 1st. I believe that we should all decide when it actually starts um, sometime, usually later in January, when we've had a chance to fully land in the new year. And the reason that I wanted an astrologer, we also had a human design person come to that event, is because as we are tapping into our intuition, as we're tapping into the vision, like that inner knowing that created the vision from the last gift we gave you, sometimes we can be like, who am I? Who am I to do this? And I've noticed that astrology, human design, the Enneagram, my Enneagram, um, choosing an oracle card or, you know, working with oracle cards in general, all these things always back up what I already know. So I wanted to get Mallory on because as she was speaking, literally the chat was blowing up with, oh my gosh, this is exactly how I'm feeling. This is exactly what's going on. And again, she was just, she's just going to share what she is noticing um, theme-wise for the collective. I had the privilege of following up with her a week later and doing my own individual reading, which went on, did go on for the full 90 minutes. Um, and it really was so helpful um, and is still being so helpful as I'm figuring out what 2022 holds um, for me and as I'm making my vision and my plan. So I hope that this helps you. Um, it's fascinating, if nothing else. And yeah, that's our gift for today. And again, don't forget to go download the printables because that actually really helps to see what it is that she is talking about. All right, with no further ado, let's get the amazing Mallory on the show. My name is Mallory and I'm an astrologer and a reader. So I read cards, I read charts, I read energy, I read body language. I'm that person um, who's sort of obsessed with um, the quantum world and trying to understand, I think patterns and energies and influence. Um, in my mind, that is truly the only true source of information. So I spend a lot of time uh, studying this world and trying to anticipate and uh, better sort of 
plan and use my energy efficiently and help others do the same. So uh, I do do private readings um, on a monthly basis. So I really think this is long form work. You know, when you start going down the path of self-discovery, you know, this isn't a one-off thing. So it really takes, I think, a full uh, commitment of time, energy, you know, heart, soul, the whole thing. So um, that's a little bit about me, but I will jump in because I know we don't have much time and I tend to go on and on and on because I get so excited. So Mia uh, also asked me to pull some cards uh, for you all. Sorry, I'm admitting people into the room. Mallory, uh, Mallory you do not have to worry about that. We've okay. got you, you're just seeing it, okay? So I just want you to know so you, that that's happening behind the scenes. And, oh, do, okay. and do you want me to give you a time warning or no? You're good. Yes. Okay, awesome. Okay, so as you all were sort of meditating in the last session, I pulled the cards then um, because I thought that would be a good time because all of you were kind of, I imagine, right, focusing on your intention and the things that are coming up for you. So um, today I'll be using the 52 deck of cards. So, you know, card reading, you could use tarot cards, which I think is probably the more common way to do it. I started off with the 52 deck of cards um, only because I like to be as close to the source as possible. And what's nice about these cards is that they're very, very simple. You know, astrology is all about uh, geometry, really. It's math and, and electricity and understanding those two fundamental forces in our universe. And so with that said, with the 52 deck of cards, you can easily through the geometry, sort of get the essence of the card. So this as an example is a four, right? The four creates a square. So the square, you know, you can pull out a lot of themes and ideas around that as a metaphor, right? It's very foundational. Um, it's a closed uh, structure. So, you know, things like being stubborn might come up or being very fixed in your ways. So ideas like that. So that's what we'll be doing today. So what was interesting to me, um, I joined the conversation at the tail end of your last session. What I did hear was ideas about adventure uh, and release. And what's interesting is the cards that came out uh, for sort of the collective group is all about those two things. So you have three tens here. So you have the 10 of hearts, the 10 of spades and the 10 of uh, diamonds. 10 is all about completion, right? It's the end of the line. It's when you've gone through a journey. Um, most often I think of it as, uh, it's, it's really a mental journey, right? So something you've been thinking about for a long time that maybe you've been trying to game plan around or problem solve. I'm waving the chat, I'm hi. Uh, that you've come full circle on that you have come to a new idea or a new belief system, or you know, you've awakened in some way that creates kind of um, an opportunity for you to pivot or change points of view or try something new. So this is all about, you're coming to an end, right? There's something, again, you've come full circle on, you've learned a lesson, you've evolved in a way, there's something going on in your life and usually a specific of your life that has been full of friction and you've been really trying to figure out again what is the next step what do i need to change so tens fundamentally are about fundamental change okay so there is whatever that thing is that's occurring to you right now i would just say based off this message and reading here have trust that it is time to walk away 
It is time to move on. It's time to level up. Now you also got two jacks here, which jacks are the symbol of, um, they call this the adventurer or the rescuer. Either way, this implies, again, movement, where you're moving forward, where um, you're moving on from something. And again, around this energy of you either are seeking adventure, so something new, um, or there's the, sort of this call to action maybe in the air for you, where you feel like, you know, there's something of deep meaning and purpose that you're working towards and you are looking to serve people and help people, that sort of thing. So whatever resonates more with you, stick with that. Um, but essentially, you know, in short, cause usually my readings are 90 minutes. So this is a great challenge for me to try to do this in say 10. Okay, so let me try to um, sum it up. What you're thinking about is something you've been working on that, and this is internal because this is the Jack of Clubs. So really, it, maybe you haven't really externalized it yet. Maybe you haven't built it yet. You haven't maybe even shared it yet with someone, but there's something that you've been thinking about that gets you really, really excited, right? And again, it denotes some sort of adventure you wanna go on or uh, some way that you want to give back to the world, serve the world. And what you're thinking about is what probably you need to do, what steps you need to take in order to prepare for this adventure, right? Um, the Jack is sort of, he is the archetype of, you know, he is the son of the king. So his whole journey is around preparing himself to ascend to the throne. So that's why the Jacks are about adventure because they need to leave the known and go into the unknown in order to develop themselves, in order to have experiences, in order to uh, maybe even uh, build up the credibility to take on the throne, right? So the Jack often denotes, um, you know, this moment in your life where you are taking a leap of faith and where it's necessary. The other big thing that's coming up here is you have a lot of hearts. So what this is telling me is that this is really an emotional matter. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to do with money or, uh, you know, status or any of the external things in the material world. This is something that uh, is very close to your heart. That's probably a deep passion or maybe a deep desire that, again, is so scary to you uh, that you haven't shared it yet out into the world or you haven't built it because it's something that again is so aligned with your authentic selves which often is the scariest thing to try to become is who we truly are right um and put that out into the world and move through the world that way um so this is something that is either family oriented it has to do with your romantic life or again some deep creative passion that you've been working on or working towards. Um, this is a full circle moment. So, you know, the tens again, because it's culmination, it's really about acceptance. That's the bottom line. So either accepting this is the move you wanna make in your relationship, accepting, you know what, I'm going to quit the job that I hate and pursue my passion. And actually, again, taking the leap of faith as the Jack would encourage you to do. Um, the last big thing that has come up here, you have one, uh, well, two diamonds, but one, two of diamonds, which is about partnership. And it's also about, 
a choice around values. So, you know, we're, and we'll get into this um, when we get into the astrology part, but it's almost like the last couple of years, all of us in our own way and in a particular area of our life, we're becoming a new version of ourselves. And when we do that, that requires a reorientation of priorities. And, uh, you know, and so often in this moment of flux, we start to rearrange things that were important to us. So maybe, you know, if I asked you five years ago, what is the most important thing to you right now, it would be very different than the answer uh, you would have right now based on, again, this new you that's emerging. And what I've noticed with my clients, again, it's a new you towards authenticity, towards um, becoming the per the unique version of yourself that is so different from often, you know, the people that we hang out with the most that again, it it's scary. It's scary to become that person. And so therein lies a choice, uh, a choice to uh, stick with the status quo or the choice to do something new and different. Um, and so, you know, again, in short, this emotional matter that you've been, the journey you've been on, only you know what it is, right? But again, it's something that could make you laugh, you know, the hardest laugh and cry the deepest cry because it's that connected to your emotional world, right? It's that thing. There's a choice that you know you need to make and it's a choice around values. Again, what do you care about most? What matters most in this moment? And again, it's probably a deviation from where you were five years ago. So, you know, thinking from a different perspective and a different mind um, is required here. And know that it's time to walk away. Again, if you've been struggling with, do I stay or do I go? Um, do I remain or do I do something new? The message here, at least, is you know it's done. It's almost like, you know, the, it's been, this is really the card of death here which means change and transformation. So the thing that, again, you might've been vacillating on in terms of um, do I stick with what I know or do I do something completely new? This is saying, do the new thing. And you know that in your heart, you know when it's time, right? And so don't hesitate and understand that you have all the tools that you need. You have all the experience. That's what the Jack, again, you guys have basically, you know, um, you're in the village and you're, you are the lady on the horse that's looking back and saying, okay, I got to go. I'm going to go slay the dragon, right? I'm going to go on this adventure and essentially bring back the elixir, right? Bring back the formula to the tribe so that we can all elevate. But I need to go off on my own. I need to... Um, experience this world and uh, essentially become more wise, right? Because that's really the journey of the Jack is to attain the wisdom in order to rule, in order to rule the kingdom, in order to, you know, uh, maybe live into his full power and potential. There's a lot of learning that he needs to do. So this always denotes having to go off in the proverbial cave, right? And do the work, do the work and come back and then share those gifts. That's the charge of the Jack. It's, it's not to keep it for yourself, right? You have to come back and you need to share your wisdom. 
Now, I could go on and on, but I hope that made some sort of sense and resonated with you on some level. Um, but I would like to share my screen. So we are gonna talk about the astrology for 2022. Hopefully this works. Okay. So really what I wanna talk about today, there are two major cosmic events in 2022. Um, and that's what we'll be discussing today. And when I was doing my research and I was thinking about today's conversation, this was the image that immediately came to mind. Um, and the first thing I'll point out is 2022, obviously, is just a continuation of things that we've already been experiencing, right? So I don't think there's going to be any major surprises. And again, the changes that are happening in your life, they're already in motion. We already, you know, if I went around the room, I'm sure each of us could identify a very specific area of our life that has just been completely disrupted. And, you know, to the extent where it almost feels out of our control, like things are just happening um, in a way that, uh, you know, is probably connected to decisions you've made in the past, but it's at the point where, you know, you've already rolled the dice and now we just have to see where it falls. And so um, that's just sort of a, a disclaimer that I don't think there's going to be anything really surprising uh, in this astrology reading for 2022, mostly because since 2020, the disruption on the cosmic level has been initiated. And we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, but I think the overall message I think I came to is this idea of a new hope. Right. And I think that's where we're headed um, into this place collectively, individually, where we're, we're going to have to accept the reality as it is, you know, and we're not going to be maybe swimming upstream anymore. And so our whole, our hopes and our dreams and our desires and our faith is the thing that remains. And so we're going to be, you know, with all things considered, because we've been in chaos, right? Um, it's almost like the last pillar standing is our sense of hope and optimism. And so we are going to be led, I think, into the new world uh, from this place of what's ideal, what is a better world, and really um, having the desire to want to be better and not be complacent inside of the status quo. And so taking a quick look back, right? And again, this is the point that 2022 isn't going to reveal anything totally new. Uh, likely what it's gonna do is just going to further crystallize the changes that you're already either sensing or seeing um, in the world. So um, in 2020, the big event of that year was a Saturn and Pluto conjunction in Capricorn. Saturn representing the status quo, uh, institutions, uh, the powers that be, uh, reality in terms of, you know, our three-dimensional reality. So what we could see, touch, and feel, right, through our experiences. Met Pluto. Pluto is the bulldozer. So wherever Pluto shows up, it totally destroys the other energy. So again, if we understand Saturn to be essentially the status quo or our institutions, 
and we imagine Pluto meeting that as the bulldozer, Pluto totally upended our institutions, our day-to-day -day status quo, right? In the form of COVID. That was one manifestation of um, this conjunction. And so that obviously, you know, set off sort of this spiral of um, events in our world that was completely, um, it just created a very unpredictable time. Okay, so then 2020 led into 2021 and the major event there was Saturn square Uranus in Taurus. Uranus is the disruptor. So again, on top of, so imagine, you know, the United States as a house, okay? And which is represented by Saturn here. Pluto comes in and totally demolishes the house. And now what happens is you see everything that's underneath. You see the things that you didn't see before. So, you know, all the termites come out, um, all the, you know, the whole ecosystem that was been hidden um, is now coming up. And I think that's what we saw with, you know, the George Floyd and in 2021, the insurrection, right? It was not only um, a total disruption of our day to day, but then it's also like the worst aspects of, you know, the human experience also was the, uh, revealed. You know, Pluto is known as the illuminator. Hey, it Mallory. Yep. I just want to interrupt you because I don't know if you know that you're not switching slides. Are you meaning to and it's okay. not showing up? Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. Great. Um, Saturn is going, or I'm sorry, Pluto is going to illuminate um, the cracks in the foundation, the things that we don't want to see, the things that have been kept hidden. And so that leads us into Pluto, which um, the Pluto return in Capricorn. So this is the major event. Um, in 2022, and we'll get into what that looks like. So here are the headlines, right? So Pluto returns, um, which again, really means that it's totally going to demolish our norms. So, you know, the theme again of Saturn is the status quo and in institutions. So the, the thinking here of most astrologers is that starting in 2022, we're gonna see the beginnings of a true commitment to reorienting um, the promise that we made, right? So that's the constitution, which, you know, the constitution in America, at least, is the foundation for our status quo. That's, that's our guiding document, right? And uh, the economy as well uh, will continue to be disrupted. And we'll kind of look at that more. And then we have Jupiter joining Pisces, Jupiter in Neptune joining Pisces, um, which is all about illusion. So my two headlines for this is A, the revolution. And the way, again, to think about it is on the macro and the micro. So I think we can all see themes of revolutionary energy on the macro, but there's also a revolution happening in your own personal life, right? Again, there is an area of your life that you are completely reorienting and changing and you are seeking a new path and a new way of being. Um, and then with Jupiter and Neptune and Pisces, that's all about um, your optimism and your idealism, um, which, which is a fine line, I think, because 
that really represents sort of this feeling of not being able to see clearly, right? And really having to depend on your intuition and your senses to navigate because you can't see clearly. Um, that's what Neptune brings uh, whenever it enters a house. So, um, hey, Mallory, yeah. we're still seeing 2020 to a new hope. I just want you oh. to know that on the screen. So I think that you're like going through all these beautiful slides. Yes. Now we see. Okay. So okay. We no, we haven't seen that. I just, I, I could read the little microscopic part. So I knew you had all these amazing slides. Okay, cool. Okay. okay. Um, I'll just keep it here if that helps then. Okay. Okay, so generally things to think about um, is separation as one theme. So again, there's an area of your life where things are, um, things are changing and there's a separation that's occurring. So again, there's something that you are done with, you wanna walk away from, that you feel like you've exhausted, um, that you're tired of doing. Again, separation is really another word for regeneration or death or, you know, even winter, right? This idea of um, having to totally break down in order to regrow. And so that's a major theme in 2022. So again, um, on the macro, you know, things we could think about is, you know, um, how COVID has broken down our institutions, right? Um, the most obvious being work, right? It's totally reoriented how we work. And now it's allowing us sort of this opportunity to reimagine what that could look like, right? And um, there likely will not be, you know, any going back to the previous norms because Pluto also indicates uh, permanent change. And so this is a year where we will start to see a uh, permanent change sort of take root and take place. So that might, you know, we might see change in laws or policies, or again, just day-to-day -day norms will totally be altered. And then this Jupiter-Neptune conjunction is all about, I'm calling it the revenge of the idealists. Now, when I was doing my research, what I learned is that um, Generation Z, right? So I don't know how many of you have kids, but um, young folks of today, they have a prominent uh, placement of Neptune in their collective astrology, which means their uh, collective consciousness, their sort of worldview, their mindset, they are the idealists, right? If former generations were very much about uh, security or, you know, comfort or even money, right? We saw that in the 80s where we had a generation that was really obsessed with money. This generation will be the idealist generation, right? Which I think, again, we're already seeing markers are with um, Greta and um, the environmental fight, right? You see young people um, or the, I forget his first name, but I think his last name is Hogg the shooting in um, the school and you saw the young people sort of taking charge, right? And speaking truth to power and pushing back against, again, the status quo. But they're gonna have this air of idealism around them where they see a better world and they're really gonna push for that. So uh, my thinking right now is that this emerging generation of young people, primarily Generation Z, 
Um, there's going to be a transference of power at a certain point where we have to uh, give them the baton, right? And they're gonna become the new leaders of the world. And their mindset is gonna be very, very different from former generations, right? Again, they're gonna try to create utopia. They're going to you know, want to recreate our systems in this world uh, that is about uh, inclusion and equity um, and a balance of power. And so what's really great about this, um, and they're ruled by their optimism because that's what Neptune does. And what's great about this is I think we need that energy, right? We need people that at least believe we can do better, right? What's dangerous, I think, about this is on the other side of imagination and creativity is delusion. And so I think there, you know, we may see themes in 2022 of really, and again, I think this already started in 2020, which is a split in reality. Like what's real and what's not real. And almost getting, you know, there's a risk of getting lost in our illusions and in our ideals. And so I guess my message um, for you today is the balancing of reality and the ideal. You should always strive for the ideal, right? Which is what is best for you and the group and you know what makes the most sense. Um, but to live in the ideal is a dangerous thing because I think it glosses over a lot of the harsh realities in this world. So there's an intersection. There's a point where these two things meet. So that's just a balancing act. So, you know, balancing the really practical, um, concrete, tangible, real aspects of our experiences in our world and what's possible with, again, utopia, with the best case scenario. Um, I think what we'll see though, is a lot of young people in Generation Z sort of committed to this message of, um, I think they'll have to be tempered, I guess is what I'm thinking, right? I think, again, the, an ideal is a vision um, and it's just that it's an idea that doesn't account for reality. And so I think we're gonna see, again, a lot of young people coming to the forefront, um, pushing and um, wanting for a better world, but then there's the reality of how we actually get there. What does that mean in terms of policies? What does that mean in terms of the economy? What is, you know, so again, all the Saturn stuff, which is all the very practical concrete things. And then you have the imaginative side, which is again, the best case scenario. So two things, separation and La La Land. Um, I know you guys will be getting these slides, so I won't spend too much time here, but these are just some key dates. If you're someone who likes to sort of mark your calendars with astrology dates, uh, the thing I will point out here is in terms of the Jupiter and Neptune, so again, the revenge of the idealists or like striving for um, your dreams, because this is sort of like your dreams come true. You know, it is like, the, your deepest desire, it's the, it's the thing that, you know, in a perfect world would exist, that's Jupiter and Neptune. We got a glimpse into that uh, between May and July of this year. So if you think back to that time um, in your year, what was going on? Who were you 
talking to, you know, what were you contending with? What were you struggling with? This will show you the change and the thing that you were going, that's going to come to fruition in 2022. So again, typically we have a very specific area of our life where, again, in this time frame, things really started to shift, right? So it's either, again, your work, it's your love life, uh, it's your family, it's you know your passion project. It's some very broad area where between May and July, you started to tangibly see in your world, oh, wow, again, things are changing, so I better change with it. I better choose change because things are changing regardless, right? So think about that and maybe um, you know journal about that later today. All right. I hope that you enjoyed Mallory's um, reading for next year. I was so excited to have her here. I just, it was so resonant. And it's interesting because I didn't really tell Mallory anything about Flow 365, about what we were doing. I just had recently met her and was super excited that she was available to come on to the December event. And what she picked up on what she said that just so resonated with our community. It was just magical to me. So I hope that you, I hope that you picked up on that magic. And here's my recommendation. There was a lot in there. So what I would recommend is just choose like one thing that really resonated one, maybe one to three things that really resonated that you just want to remember and write those down because often as you know we're creating goals as we're living into our goals you know our brain can really tell us that what we're doing is not safe or not what we should be doing or it's better just to keep it the old way and what Mallory is really inviting us into is is not that it's something very different so write down what resonated most and trust that that's what you need to hear as you move into the next version of your life as you start making this vision more formalized and, and into goals, which I will tell you how to do shortly in future episodes. But yeah, just take what really resonated. That would be the action I would recommend so that one, you really do um, take some of this with you. And two, you don't let yourself get overwhelmed in like the so muchness of it all. You really do choose the three things that you know you really want to remember because it's better to remember those three things than all the things. Um, and trusting that those three things are the things that really were for you, are for you. All right, y'all. I'm super excited. We're not through these 12 days yet. So I will see you tomorrow for the next gift.